0: Hey guys, and welcome to Gameplay Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm your host, Aaron, uh, but I'm not actually in the studio today. Uh, so instead of having a live show for y'all, I'm going to play for you an episode of a show that I actually recorded um, a long time ago. Uh, so this is a group that you guys haven't heard before, but um, they were actually live on air in the spring um, on a show that actually doesn't exist on Radio free brooklyn anymore um called the brooklyn conversation uh rosie mystery if you are listening thank you very much for letting me cover your show and try out gameplay radio earlier on in the year before i got my own time slot so thank you for that um for those who've never heard this before this is going to be uh a dungeons and dragons fifth edition game i'm sure that previous me will explain all of this in the actual episode um but to give you a little bit of a taste of some more professional experience dungeons and dragons uh here's this episode for you um i hope you guys enjoy it and let me know if you want more if you want more of our previous gameplay radio episodes, you're welcome to listen on our website, our my show page at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. Just search for shows, and you'll find us easy peasy lemon squeezy. Um, all right, let's get into it. This one is also Dungeons and Dragons, (laughs) but it's called To the End of Time. It was written by Winghorn Press and Richard Jansen Parks. Uh, So this is a pre-made story uh, where the characters play level 20 characters for Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition. and level 20 is the highest level uh, that a character can be. So a lot of madness goes down. It's a lot of fun. And uh, looking forward to introing the first two guests that we have here. Uh, why don't we get a hello from the two guests here. Say hi, guys.
1: Hello. Hi. Oh, wow. Well.
0: Great. Yep. You guys are here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Check. One, two. Levels. Levels. Nice. No, I'm just Volume. kidding. Volume.
0: What? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, great. So that is all set. And we're just going to, you know, we're going to dive right in there. So, uh, how about we start with Mike? Mike, why don't you tell us who your character is and where we find him in um, this last?
2: I had prepared for the Victorian female game. I'm, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> my name's Mike. I'm playing a, a character named Lion Grecian, and he is a, a level 20 fighter. And he is a battle master fighter, and he is, uh, like I modeled him loosely on Achilles. He's basically a non magical level 20. He's, he's such a good fighter that he angered the very gods themselves. Nice. Yeah. Uh,
0: wonderful. And, um, this character, uh, when we go into the game, we find Lion, um, in a moment, so Lion has been obviously around and very experienced fighter for mm-hmm. a long time
2: yeah he's been he, he's he been uh it, kind of the way i themed him is that his legend is what gives him power his leveling up is just his notoriety and he becomes this kind of essentially a mythical figure mm-hmm. like what would happen if like you were powered by your own myth yeah so he's just become he's out for glory and he's out to prove that he's the best and he's done he succeeded at every turn nice he's angered uh deities that are losing followers to him, he's just a guy, and they're mad at him. So, um, he's basically defeated armies, defeated kings, toppled. You know, uh, just with his just with his notoriety and being chosen for for the fighters. If you knew you had lion on his on your army armies would just be like, no, I want to fight that guy. Nice. We're going to lose. <laughs> uh, so just his legend alone has toppled uh, entire wars. Yeah. And um, has decided wars. And now he uh, has... When, I, I, are you talking about the where we find him in his final moment?
0: Yeah. Well, um, now that you've like described this, why don't we go over yeah. uh, to our other character first, and then um, we'll dive into the story, and we'll go from there for the last moment of this character. Yeah. So go right ahead, Eddie. Hi.
1: Hey. So I'm playing Aramon Nilo. He is a level 20 dragon sorcerer. Mm-hmm. So he was already part of a adventuring group who had saved the world. They had defeated the evil and they were victorious. The problem was corruption still existed. Mm. The politicians were still bought off. The hierarchy, they still looked down on the peasants and he did not have any part of that. He didn't believe in the separation of the classes and he didn't believe in the corruption of the political system. Eventually he decided... I'm done with this country. I'm done with this company. And he left and founded his own kingdom. Mm -hmm. And throughout his progression, he became the monarch. He is now known basically lovingly by his followers as the Dragon King. Yeah. And eventually (laughs) when he grew his wings and scales and eventually started throwing fire everywhere at his enemies, (laughs) the name stuck. Nice. And he basically cares for his people more than anyone else and the rest of the world can burn if they get in his way
0: nice alright um, and on that note we're going to dive right in here Yeah. so both of you wake up on the floor of this large airy room with polished oak floors and high vaulted ceiling uh, the, lo- the walls are lined with uh, bookshelves uh innumerable like massive amounts of books on these shelves um and there's also an interesting array of these timekeeping devices uh hourglasses sundials clocks some sort of looks like some sort of maybe digital mechanism you don't know um and so there are all of these like that are collected among the books as well. Uh, there are tall windows that seem to let in bright sunlight and show a view of wild mountain peaks. Um, but also, as you look around, uh, you notice that there are signs of fighting. Um, some of the shelves have been cloven in two by enormous slashes and others are scorched and blackened as if exposed to intense fire uh, pages that are torn litter the floor and some of the clock the uh, clock the timekeeping devices seem to be broken and scattered sand from some of the hour classes on the floor you've never been in this room before you just woke up here what do look, you do
1: I look around do I see anyone next to me do we see each other
0: you, t- you do see each other this is the first time you two are meeting each other
1: I check
2: for my sword I make sure I, t- I check to see if I'm armed, and I, I want to know if she I have my everything. I have my battlements. I have my my armor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I w- I will immediately draw my sword and point it at the at this. Dra- you have dragon wings.
1: I step back, and the dragon wings erupt from my back. Holy smokes! <laughs> and immediately my hands are alight. And then I point, and I was like, "Friend of foe? Who are you?"
2: Uh... I'm lion Grecian, mighty warrior. What did what?
1: Who who do you? Where is my res- army? Are you responsible for for me being taken? I don't know who you are. I don't know why I'm here. Okay. Well, we where is the, the same, battle?
2: We both are in the same same position. What? I I don't know how I got here either.
0: You hear a um, a cough from. Uh, a little bit away a little bit away sounds like someone kind of struggling a little bit you look over and you look a little bit further and you see that there are slumped forms of humanoids like they're wearing blood-stained robes and they're like against walls or sprawled as if they have been in a battle and against like a far wall in this in this space you see this well he's sitting on the floor he's kind of leaned back against the wall but you can tell that he is an incredibly like tall Muscled humanoid with like this green skin, and uh, he has like these like torn wings kind of hanging limp, hanging limply on his back. And he's sitting in the circle of arcane sigils. And he kind of is looking at you all and says, Please come closer.
1: I move so I'm equidistant between both the fighter and. The man surrounded by runes. A triangle battle
2: position, immediately recognized by my military mind. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I. Uh, I. I immediately turn to face him and point the sword while while I have my shield pointed towards the towards the dragon guy. Yeah. And I'm I'm, I'm defensive and I'd be like friend or foe, speak.
0: I... You brought us here. Uh, I did. Um. Please, I am. I am Amzeo, a uh, planetar. He's a planetar.
2: Oh, um, ah, there we go.
0: And and you are in um, a shrine of Ogma. I brought you here to help. I am a friend.
2: A friend? Yes. You call upon, an, an, are you in need of
1: us?
0: Yes, Um. I, I brought you here. Well, what do you remember?
1: I was what? on the field. I was surrounded by my enemies, and the battle seemed lost. My last action was to take everyone with me if I was going down, and I woke up here. You are the leader of an army yourself? I'm the king. That doesn't necessarily
2: mean anything to me. Um... I was on my island home and swarms of divine and and demonic armies were swarming the shores and I was uh, taking battlements. I appeared to piss somebody off. It's not the first time, but it didn't seem, you know, again, if I was going to go down, I was going to go down in a blaze of glory. Better to die on better to die with a sword in my hand than on my knees. I knew to no one. Yes. I mean, I would have to be dead to kneel, but yes, I reflect that sentiment, yes. But, are we dead?
0: No, I, um, I'm afraid to say that you, I pulled you from that last moment before your death. So, you would have died, We. we but I brought you here.
1: Oh, What do you need?
0: I need your help. I, um...
2: I will say, lion is pit. You've robbed me of a glorious death in battle. Now I, I was rescued from this, uh, from this, from what would have been a, a, a victory in death in my eyes.
0: This is this was important and a victory which will save the entire universe if you manage to succeed. Um, this, as I have said, is a shrine to Ogma where we study the history where we study history and uh, a forbidden magic called chronomancy. Chronomancy being a magical way of affecting and controlling time.
1: There's a lot of power. A lot of forces you're messing with.
0: We are, <clears throat> we are usually forbidden from channeling the spell. In fact, I am going to be c- destroyed completely for even bringing you here. Um, but it was necessary um, an old friend perhaps no longer uh, Tempani she is was one of the most powerful angels in creation and was at the forefront of staving off incursions from the far realms but she showed up a few hours ago and attacked
2: what the? You were betrayed.
0: I I don't know her. Her sword was stained black, and her robes were torn. I think I think madness has come over Timpani.
1: She was corrupted.
2: Sounds like you need. Is this is this a simple assassination job? Is this? Do you want me to take her out? I will do. I mean, there's there's she, nothing I wouldn't. I've not done. I've done this before. This is nothing new to me. Am I, is this a simple assassination mission?
0: In a sense, but it's more than that. She spoke of some sort of project that would prevent the far realms from destroying everything. Um, but she demanded the knowledge of chronomancy in order to complete her task. Mm. Um, I fear that her plans will cause huge damage. And render it unrecognizable if it involves affecting the way timelines are created. You two came from different timelines. Imagine if they were brought together.
1: It's chaos. Uh, I will point out,
2: Lion has no idea what you're talking about. He's not a magic person. He's like, yes, yes, familiar pl- planes, right? Magic, chronomancy. And he's just like, who do I have to... I mean,
1: this is all... yeah. This, I was trying to catch up, but he he is more of an innate caster, not a very book learned one. Yeah. So, <laughs> so he's yeah. kind of nodding along with it, but not really kind of absorbing it.
0: Right. So Amzal is essentially just like sure. He just, he just feels he needs to tell someone, and he right. called you guys. So he's mm-hmm. like he he almost seems to be like not looking at you directly as he's like saying all of this, and he's just like trying to hold on.
2: Um, Am I to ally with this dragon?
0: Yes, please, if you can. Tampani has retreated to a temple devoted to studying the far realms based in the Underdark. There is a teleportation circle nearby, and he kind of gestures mm-hmm. to the side and you, you see the circle. Um I can send you there. I um <sighs> and he kind of like winces against like a wound in his side and he says, I had hoped that I would have been able to call more more fighters, more experienced and well-versed warriors to aid me and you all in this but i i seem to be having some trouble i will send more help if i can but please i will make it worth your while
1: trust
2: me i'm all you need i was gonna say the same thing i feel uh, slighted this is (laughs) almost feels disrespectful i feel uh I've, i've i'm a man of I've never been... I've never lost in battle. I've never taken... I've never been beaten or defeated one-on-one.
0: And hopefully you will not again. Oh,
1: well. I guess... If it'll bring me to my people, point the way.
0: I will also... I promise to... Before... Before I am destroyed, I will... I will grant you a boon of blessing your descendants, creating a statue, whatever you want for this it's really very very important and please uh, please take these and he he kind of pull, reaches at his side and pulls out this very small like ornate bag mm-hmm. and hands it to uh, you because it looks like you uh know a little bit more about uh, magic than lion over here
2: This, uh, and uh, Wait, he gets a thing I don't get it but I don't get a thing what's in the thing What's in the bag?
0: <laughs> you gonna look it. Give inside? it a second.
2: Okay, fine.
1: Yeah. I'll, I'll examine it. All right.
0: All right. You see um, a number of hourglasses, three hourglasses that seem to be have this very powerful, like, but strange aura around them. Um, and he explains that these are wondrous hourglasses. So the idea of it is that um, when smashed. Time will stop for all creatures within 20-foot radius. Um, And this time stops for exactly one hour. Okay. So you have three of those now.
1: That is... It's a bit of chronomancy in itself.
2: Oh, boy.
0: We were...
2: um, Feels like a cheat to me, but okay.
1: (laughs) We may need it.
0: You, You may find that you need this for your quest. Is there anything else that I can tell you before I send you on?
2: Does this, what is the name of the villain? Tempani. Tempani. Does this Tempani have any weaknesses so we can exploit? Do you feel before she was corrupted, was she a good person?
0: She was dedicated to the protection of the universe from the far, from the horrors of the far realms. Mm. She, she, I believe her, I fear her studies may have caused this corruption.
2: Do you want her dead?
0: Do whatever is necessary.
2: Dead
1: it is. Here we go. We'll neutralize her.
2: Well, dragon person, dragon fellow. Dragon king. Sure. Um, Are you good in a fight?
1: I lead armies. Trust me. I'll hold my own
2: this does not sit well with lion lion feels that uh kings sit back and let the soldiers do the fighting so it's
1: like kind of all right well am i, I live pl- and i die with my men
2: am i to play just another soldier to your king's army well i could always use a general well we'll see what it comes to i i guess i I've, my whole life has been spent proving myself in battle. <laughs> this will be nothing new. I, fo- I look forward to this challenge. To
1: the circle.
0: Best of luck to you both, and thank you again. Um, so you go to the you go to the transportation circle.
1: Mm-hmm. I will before we head there. Yeah, I'll hold on to two. I will give him one. An egg way. timer. Fine. Well, be careful. If I put it in like a
2: pouch that I have. If it, it, I can, I have to like activate it. It won't yeah, like smash, smash on it. my belt like a grenade. No, no. Like
0: if, if you put it in some sort of like magical yeah void, it'll it'll hang out. It's not gonna break spontaneously. Cool. Yeah.
2: Magic hourglass. Magic
0: added. hourglass.
2: Cool. Let us
0: away. Away. So uh
2: Lion like, cracks his neck, he starts stretching out his shoulders. He's an he's an older he's like a grizzled vet yeah. at this point. You know, uh-huh. he's scarred up and he's his his armor is like well worn and uh and like you can see that his shield has a whole bunch of like knocks in it from it's just he's just like the like experienced fighter and he's just like straight... he's doing that old man in a kung fu movie thing
1: where <laughs> he just like cracks his neck and then he's ready to go. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Nice.
1: It's very hard to tell my age with the scales and the draconic heritage kind of taking hold, yeah. age becomes less and less of a factor. Plus, most of him is covered in immaculate crimson robes. So other than his hands and his face, you don't really see a whole lot of them and in the wings. All right. I know you said it already. What's your guy's name? Is like Aramel. Aramel. Aramel? All right.
2: All Dragon, right. come on, Dragon King. Mm-hmm. All
0: right. Into the circle you go.
2: A sarcastic Ear Majesty. <laughs>
0: Uh, into the circle you go. Um, the bright lights of the shrine fade as you feel the rushing sensation of the teleportation magic. Um, suddenly, the pressure disappears, and you feel the rush of cool air on your skin as you emerge into reality once again. Um, you pull away and take, and as you pull away and take stock of your surroundings, you'll see that you're on the shore of a great subterranean lake. Uh, The inky blackness of the cavern is broken only by a phosphorescent purple glow that shimmers across the surface of the water. On the far side of the lake, uh, the cavern walls close in, and right at the point where they meet is what appears to be a temple, but it's barely visible in the wavering light.
1: I'd imagine that's where we need to go. Where where are we? This is unlike anything I've ever seen. Um, Do I know the location the topography of where we are
0: uh do do you mean do you recognize it
1: yeah like can i tell where we are
0: you can make check (laughs) you can (laughs) you can you can make i guess a a history check
1: yeah i'm I'm, I'm awesome at that yeah that's a two
0: (laughs) no you've never you've never been here before i mean uh Omzale did say that this was that they that this shrine to, in the like about studying the far realms was in the underdark. Mm-hmm. So you know that much, but that's about it.
1: Yeah. How, however far down we are, no idea, but we're definitely not on top anymore.
2: Is this red crimson lake? Is this? It, that's what you're saying, crimson like phosphorescent.
0: It's, it's like a it's a very it's like a dark dark lake but it has this like purple glow shimmering about it
2: mm. uh, we have to like walk across along the shore to get to this temple
0: well I mean make a perception check sure you, you can make one too RML
1: natural 20 hey a- whoa my both ends I rolled a four
0: <laughs> all right RML. in that case you notice um, the, the lake is roughly like 800 feet across um and if you look around you notice a path leading to like a jetty by the waterside a large bell stands by the jetty and a rowboat is tied up there by the moorings uh, but a human wearing robes embroidered with like the scroll symbol with like a scroll symbol um lies dead in the boats with a deep gash across his chest that may
2: be a way across but I'm very familiar with my proficiencies in uh, in land and sea vehicles. <clears throat> well,
1: I, I want to inspect this body okay. and see
2: what killed him so I can learn to defend what
1: to defend against. I'm keeping an eye out around him to see if anything is still moving in the area.
0: Great. Um go ahead and make that check. That I guess investigation? Investigation check, yeah.
2: 16.
0: Yeah, um It looks like the slash of a claw.
2: This is a wound made by a natural, a natural claw. Mm. Doesn't it not made by a sword or no, it wasn't bludgeoned. Yeah. Is there anything in his robes or anything like that? No. No. He's just Mm -mm. there. He's just there. I just pick up his body and I dump it off the side of the boat.
0: (laughs) All right, you do that. Um,
1: Fare thee well, body of. And, know, remember,
0: um, and it's it's actually it's not very hard for either of you to notice as you are inspecting this. Uh, a slash like a of bright purple light rips through a stretch of the air in front of the lake, some like three hundred feet away. Um, in
2: the middle of the water, like above like, the like water. A,
0: like above the water. Sure. And as you're looking, uh, four or five like humanoid creatures like emerge from the rip and float above the water heading towards the temple um make a perception check
1: natural one. Oh, oh no that's uh, 21
0: all right aramil you recognize these oh, can guys
2: I, can i say that i just dive behind the boat looking for cover like immediately defensive position okay yeah uh, so that's why I didn't see shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, danger. Yeah. well, um, you notice that these are uh, mind flayers. Mind flayers being like, kind of like bald, but like thick skin with tentacles coming out of the out of the mouths. Like these like purplish skinned creatures who are like floating. They're not floating towards you. They're floating away. But as you look. Two large winged shapes descend from the roof of the cavern and attack the Mind Flayers, firing jets of flame and ice and tearing into them with claws. These are uh, two young brass dragons.
2: Oh, Brass dragons.
0: Um, and within a matter of moments, they destroy these uh, Mind Flayers and return to patrolling the air.
1: They're defending the temple. Yes. <clears throat> would they attack if we approached
2: i would i would issue a challenge but i don't know if that goes against what kind of what color dragon are you i'm a red dragon you're a red dragon yeah Mm -hmm. um if we take this boat out on the water we are sitting ducks we are just ready to be mauled and sank and brutalized by it's it's Not a well-defendable position.
1: You can take the boat. I have other means. Oh. Well. (laughs) And I immediately, like, begin hovering above the air.
2: Interesting. Interesting. Is there a way around the lake?
0: No. Hmm. I mean, there are cavern walls, but there's no, like, footpath. It's just straight lake across.
1: We'll need to approach. At least I can move to the side so that we're not centralized in a single point well how about this
2: and i tie a rope to the boat to the bow and i toss it up to you as you float away and then i hop in and i have my shield and spear ready to rock in case something
1: you'd like Uh, me to tug you across
2: i can row but if you're going to fly it just seems easier for me
1: to save my strength to be fair physicality is not really my forte Mm. (laughs) so
2: this flying is a cop-out is that what you're saying? Is flying as a form of this flying is flying as disgraceful a s- weakness?
1: It is a solution to a problem.
2: Mm, yeah, I've heard that before. And I, I hop in the boat <laughs> and I start I start making making way. Um, okay, but I will grab the robe off of the guy. Okay, but can I grab the robe? Just leave his naked body. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, assuming you didn't throw the bo- the the uh, body into the water after
2: mm. you took it off of the boat. Oh, I thought I assumed it was like run uh, yeah, up I mean, on it's the just shore. Again.
0: Okay, so you did. Yeah, you yeah. Can take you can take the clothes of the dead body. Go yeah. for it. Sure.
2: Um, yeah, and then I'll just hang the robe off my shield as I. Try and like pat. Is it like a rowboat or is it a canoe type situation? It's, it's like a rowboat. A rowboat. Yeah. All right. I'm just. I just start the process, and okay. then we'll you know deal with whatever comes.
1: Great. And Arnel,
0: like, you're flying. I'm above flying.
1: Him. I'm flying across probably about twenty feet above him and a little further back.
0: All right. As you do so, mm-hmm. um, the two brass dragons uh, fly to towards you, and they swoop within sixty feet or so, and they say, uh, and one of them goes. Uh, Identify yourself.
1: I immediately speak in Draconic. Oh. And as a dragon sorcerer, I have a double proficiency bonus against charisma checks against dragons. Oh, wow.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. This is
1: my thing. So
2: as you as you i i imagine it's like uh i just sit back and I'm like i'm just going to let the dragons talk this one out <laughs> i have my shield up defensively and I'm like I'm lion grecian chosen chosen uh hero of a planetar um his name was Amzell. <laughs> yeah There you go. I, f- I forgot to write it down. No worries. Um, chosen hero of Amzil, along here with the uh, Dragon King.
1: I'm Aramo, Dragon King of Dahara. I and my companion were summoned here to help neutralize a threat, one who had been corrupted. We mean no harm to you. We simply wish to cross.
0: They, uh, they kind of look at each other, and um, the one who spoke... Uh, says uh, I am Balana, and this is my sister Baneri. And I
1: bow if you could, like while flying.
0: <laughs> they nod a little bit, you know. Um, but he says, uh, we know we know not what um you speak of of this rescue mission. We have been told to. Not let anyone or anything pass.
1: We seek the one called Tempani.
0: Uh, Tempani is the one who told us to. To t- what? Why do you seek Tempani?
1: Tempani, it seems, has turned. Has been corrupted. She had attacked the shrine. She had attacked the mages above and killed them. And we are here to stop death. To stop any more killing.
0: Uh, we know nots about this Tempani being corrupted she merely called us here to call on a great debt that Tempani had from our mother from ages past and we are here to respect that
1: oath I fear your Tempani may be lost
0: as, and as mighty, us to let you go kill her
1: we will try and talk her down. If she decides to engage us, we will defend ourselves. Our job is simply to stop the violence. As if there's a peaceful way, we will to approach it.
2: As brass dragons, you understand the, the, the nature of uh, evil being negative, correct? Is that right? Brass dragon? Um, you guys are good dragons?
0: Make a persuasion check. Make a persuasion check, RML, with, I guess, that you already a... have advantage, but, or you'll you no, double, proficiency. double
1: proficiency.
2: Uh, I make... just rolled a natural 20 on uh, persuasion. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're good, dragons, you're brass. This is, uh, you can sense the evil, can't you? Um, I wrote a
1: 34. Holy, holy
0: shit. Holy shit, you guys. Without a
1: natural 20. <laughs>
0: just, just as a point here, um, this 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 uh, guide says, virtually nothing short of a miracle would persuade the dragons to turn on the sun.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> as it is, <laughs> miracle delivered. Um... Yeah, they, uh, Balari, uh, uh, but Balana doesn't look convinced, but uh, Baneri, the sister, uh, looks over and goes, Brother, I've noticed that she has been acting strangely and I am concerned. Perhaps the best way to return this debt is to allow these people to save her from herself. And um, Balana says, Sister, I—I I suppose we can certain we can try. And uh, he nods to you and says, "You may pass, hmm. but beware of." And we will keep the rest of these mind flayers at bay.
2: What these mind flayers are—they coming to attack Timpani? They're coming to attack the temple? Are what? we stumbling into a war that is not our concern, or are we going to get blindsided?
0: We we do not know why they keep coming, but they have been there. Have been small waves of them on and off since we started our watch.
2: Again, that's a sign of some sketchy stuff going down there, dragons. I mean, this is, uh, you. You, I am not a follower or worshiper of any deity other than powerful Anyone, anyone with strength and power and dragons have always uh, intrigued me. Uh, if you wish to escort us to the other side. And just make sure that we are not up to any funny, not, not out to deceive you in any way. This is we've spoken no lie here, so there's no reason for you to distrust us. If you wish to escort us, you can. I understand that we are under uh, your temple is under attack from mind flayers, mm-hmm. but
0: the, the sister says we will watch from the skies, and uh, she leads her brother up towards the caverns again.
2: Dr- Thank you. <laughs> And then I continue. Well, I guess I got to keep, keep rowing and I keep rowing. You're doing fine. Just put your back into it. There's a rope here. If you want to help. I mean, there's no, no real reason why you can't
1: do that, but I uh, Yes.
0: Uh, so I'll wait
1: for him on the shore.
0: Right. So you get to the far side. Um, and it's, it's clear that the temple is built into the cavern walls. There's a wide staircase that climbs up to the great stone door, that seems to mark the entrance to this temple. You go in.
1: Yes, would would you like to take point? I
2: will. Um, again, shield and spear at the ready. I will. I, I want to see what if I recognize any carvings. I'm still lost. I still don't know where we are. I'm not. I don't. You know, like I'm not just going to walk into this place blindly without at least taking a look if I recognize anything, any symbols, anything like that that look familiar.
0: Um sure you're looking for symbols that look familiar
2: i mean anything that shows that it could be that i'm i'm on a i feel like mm-hmm. i've lion gets that he's on a different plane he's not he's not smart when it comes to this sort of thing he's this is yeah. not his thing but he does it, he's He's cautious he's a cautious person he's
1: always on on the alert sure so.
0: okay um make an intelligence check
1: while lion is examining grip his staff yeah nine. Oh. nine yeah not good
0: no nope. i mean it all looks like symbols you've seen i mean it looks like they're symbols to a specific deity like mm-hmm. perhaps the the scroll that you had on your on your rope but it's like it's not meaning anything to you
2: i'm not wearing the robe per se. No,
0: yeah but you have yeah. it on your shield i
2: have a drape i have it like wrapped
1: onto my shield with okay. the symbol out cool i will cast detect magic and see if anything upon the door or the archway or anything shows up to me.
2: You go blind from all of the magic. <laughs> it's a laser light into your
1: eyeballs of magic.
0: So you you cast detect magic and you do detect magic.
1: <laughs> Can I tell what type of magic it is?
0: Yeah, it's abjuration. It's surrounding the entire the entire um the entire temple. The entire area.
1: And we know there was a planetar that made their way here, correct? The what, that he Tempani. was attacked. Tempani. No, Tempani was the planetar, right? Uh,
0: the so Amzail was the uh, planetar.
1: Do we know what Tempani was? was?
0: He didn't say.
1: Okay. But he
0: said that he that she was one of like the most powerful angels created.
1: Then go for. It. There's a bit of magic on it. Uh, I will immediately cast protection from good and evil on myself oh, boy cool,
0: cool against cool, cool.
1: celestials <laughs> <laughs> and see if uh, can I make an arcana check to study the magic on the door see if there is a way around or if it's trapped
0: um so the magic since you got wasn't necessarily the door it's just the area like outside and around it it's not the door necessarily it's just the whole area
2: mm. line just uh Starts walking in in a very kind of uh like pomp like like you would before yeah. uh like when you're meeting a mm-hmm. like the you know how like Braveheart style when they meet on the battlefield yes. and he's just like walking up very regally okay. very like positioned cool. like standing in a in a posture of authority. All
0: right, sure. But Er, you're still welcome to make an Arcana check if you want to just like yeah. see what the magic's up. Yeah, what's up I like to
1: study the magic.
0: Cool, make that check. Twenty two. Great. Yeah, you recognize um, this spell just from the feel of it. This is a spell called Forbidence, Um which you understand is a ward against like, magical travel, um, and it means that creatures can't teleport into the area or use portals, um, such as those created by a gate spell to enter the area. It's proofed against planar travel also, so...
1: No teleporting. This would also explain why the flares were summoned in the in, in the lake, lake. and yeah. having to make their way across. Right, you, you're breaking down the magic. to Yeah, I, I let you know. Like this would create a kill zone for the dragons. Yeah, yeah. this is a defensible position. This is very. This is well thought out. It's fairly powerful magic. Yes. Yes. Um, like, I, I I'm going to start walking in. Great. Yeah, I'll be a good ten feet behind them
0: you uh
2: (laughs) you know because there's any landmines or something it's accidentally step on you got it
0: it's you know you open the door it opens just fine um and you enter into this kind of large chapel area um this room with high ceilings that are held up by these thick pillars of gray stone um wooden pews stand to either side of an aisle that runs up to a stone altar carved with the scroll that you recognize on mm. the, um, from the robe that you have. And behind it stands like a beautiful statue of an angelic woman. Um, smaller doors lead off to the left and right of the room. And there's a staircase to the rear that goes down all around. There's the same violence that you saw back at the shine where you met There Some of the wooden pews, are broken and slashed uh, blood splatters the floor. Um, There are like perhaps like what used to be like prayer books or something that have been like ripped apart and are scattered all over the place. Um, You see at the very, at the far end by the, um, by the altar and the statue, a white robed elf um, who, whose back is to you. Um, so you can't really see that, but he has like this like long gray hair flowing down the back um, and he is kneeling. It seems that he is uh, praying at the altar and standing guard over him are three angelic figures, tall, powerful, but um, they are standing very still and um, make a perception. no. Yeah, make a perception check.
1: <laughs> okay. Yep, no. Yeah. Yep, yep. Oh um uh, twenty
0: three. Fourteen. Great. Uh you looking at these angelic features, they give off this strange feel of like sickness. Hmm. They um, their skin is like this almost deathly pale and their eyes are like black, black, black. Like there's nothing else. It's just a void. Um, I
1: don't run into a lot of angels, but I'm pretty sure they don't look like that.
0: Do the claw marks,
2: uh, from all the damage, does it look like the claw marks that were on the red robed boat Um, guy, the ferryman?
0: Make, make a, I guess, an investigation check.
2: I'm really not smart. I don't know why I'm doing all this stuff. Mm. Uh, 14.
0: Um, they're not, they're not claw marks.
1: Mm, okay. Okay. We <clears throat> we'll make our way. Well, I'll make my way up to the uh, kneeling figure.
0: Okay. Um, as you approach, he, uh, he stands up and turns around and you see that he has a bloody bandage pulled tight across his eyes. Um, but he's like he still stands up. It seems like he he still recognizes your presence that he's not hindered by this. Um but he says, um, well, it, it looks like the dragons have not performed as expected. Um my name is Shino. I am uh I am the uh cleric of this temple of Ogma. Um Please do tell me who you are and where you have come from.
1: I'm Aramu, king of Dahara. I'm Lion Grecian champion of Amzel,
2: the planetar. Uh, This is also not new for... Like, people hire him all the time. Mm. Lion is like... He just gets his... It's like, I'm champion, representative of uh, Amzel, planetar.
0: Yeah. Who are you? Amzel. I am... I am Shino.
2: And what... What purpose are you enemy of? Are you enemy of my patron?
0: I will say, if you are talking about um, that detestable planetar who refused to give us the information we suck we were seeking (laughs) um, until we had to take it by force, perhaps you are correct. Um, But I must let you know, and he kind of uh, steps—he steps a little bit further behind the um the altar he says um tampani's plan is the only way to protect ourselves from the far realms only a fool would <laughs> excuse me would a boy. fool only a fool only a fool would oppose her um i do hope you understand that the horrors of that place are terrible and if you were to see him, you would agree that we need more protection.
2: Now I'm not one to challenge a blind man to a fight. Can you see us?"
0: Um, he smiles and he says, "Why should I have to answer that when I have six pairs of my own eyes, and he kind of gestures to the divas who are still standing completely still, mm. They're not moving. They're just like they haven't moved at all. They're just standing there.
1: My loyalty is to my kingdom." And as it stands, you are in the way of that. We seek Tempani. Show us the way, or get out of the way. Um, Fuck, that's pretty good. <laughs> that is, I was gonna say something
2: else, but that I'm just gonna ride that out. Just I'm just gonna nod, kind of be like, "Wow, oh, that's a, that a pretty good challenge. <laughs> pretty yeah. good gauntlet drop."
0: Yeah, that's fucking great. Um, but as he as you say this, he frowns and he says fools it is then and he kind of gestures he kind of um tells tells these uh angelic feature uh, these angelic creatures um he says please um take care of them and they start moving and look like they're getting ready to attack, and I need y'all to roll initiative.
1: Yes. Ooh. Yes. Um, da, 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 not great. Da, da. Not great.
0: I have to roll so initiative. Yeah. God, give me a minute how, to roll the dice.
2: Uh, visually, how far away are we from the from era, from uh, what's his name from the guy yes. from Shino?
0: Right, so you didn't get that far into the room. You are I have a little map here. One second like, counts. Um, you're like twenty five feet. It's mm. not a big. It's not a big area. It's just pretty. Okay. Mm. Um, yeah, you entered like maybe five feet into the room, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and then this conversation happened. All right. Now, now I'm going to roll. Great. Uh, There's lots of stuff. Yep, yep. To fight. Yep. All the fighting. Let's do that. One second. And uh number two. Boy, sorry guys, I'm really kind of. Kind of good at the moment.
2: This is what this is what we're here for. It's all right. This is our our level twenty.
0: This is what we're here for. All right, we'll we'll try to get in as much as we can before we have to get kicked out. Yeah, Um, but we'll do what we can. All right, give me your initiatives.
1: I got a seventeen. You
0: got a seventeen. Lion
1: seventeen. I have an eleven.
0: All right. Oh boy. Great. Boy, uh, boy. That means that the uh, the angelic figures are first.
2: Are they flying or are they on the ground? They're on the ground. Okay.
0: Um right. Uh and there are three of them here. They are going to uh go they're gonna go right for you. Um two of the divas are going for you, Lion. Mm-hmm. Um and they're going to take uh two attacks. They're gonna take two melee attacks against you. Mm-hmm. Um, each, So that's an 18 to hit. Nope. All right. Uh, that definitely doesn't hit then because that was an eight. And it's now for the other one. Um, yeah, that was an eight and a seven. So that definitely does not hit you either.
2: Clink, clink, clink. It's just like almost uh, like refreshingly easy <laughs> where I'm just like clink, clink. You know, like that. You know, in Spider Man, yeah. When he goes to in the for the Rami Spider Man, the first one when he goes to get punched, and it's just like slow motion. Oh
0: yeah. It's yeah. like
2: child's play. What are we doing here?
0: <laughs> nice. Uh, so you do that, and Ermel, you are in the room. Yes. Yes. And you you're beside Lion. Yes. Okay. Um, the third div is going to go for you then. Sure. Um. Okay. Well, one of them is a five, so <laughs> that's a no. uh, that's a thirteen to hit. And then a sixteen to hit.
1: No, and no. Nope.
0: All right, they're swinging at you and missing. They're they're missing. Um, but now it is Chino's uh, turn. Chino.
2: They all get to go before us. They
0: do. They Damn. Have, I rolled really well on in initiative and shit on the actual attacks. You know, as I'm okay. Sometimes.
2: That's fine. I'll take that.
0: <laughs> um. So Chino is going to uh go right in with uh the big guns here. And um, actually, here here's what he's gonna do. He is going to point at you, Lion, mm-hmm. and start muttering. Make a wisdom saving throw.
2: Wisdom save.
0: Wisdom. I'm
2: trying to think of what I can do. Hold on a second.
1: I will counterspell.
0: You will counterspell. Oh yes. Damn.
1: I, okay. Really no. So right. if it's third level or lower, it's automatically dispelled. If not, then I have to roll a spell casting check.
0: Um, actually, yeah, it's it's he cast it at third level. So
1: it's immediately collapse.
0: Great. So he does that. And that's that.
1: <laughs> yeah. As he's muttering the arcane words, I intercept them and basically burn them out of the air. Oh boy! I like that.
0: All right. Well, that's that's going to be it for him. He's not going to move anywhere. Um,
1: uh-uh.
2: <laughs> I goes
0: shit. Um, great. So that is going to be that. Now, Lion, it is your turn.
2: I'm engaged with uh,
0: two of these angelic creatures. Yeah.
2: Okay. I'm going to take my first of my four attacks at. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm going. I'm, I'm going to. I'm um, going to. Basically, drop my spear and in one motion pull my sword and just slice through both of them. So it's like one, two. Okay. Right?
0: Make your rows.
2: I'm going, yep. And this is. First one is a 23 to hit.
0: That'll do it.
2: Yeah. And um, the second one is another 23 to hit. Okay. So they both (laughs) hit. So they both hit. They both hit. And um, they do. First one is so 10 to 1, 10 to the first one and 10 to the second one. And they, this is with my short sword of wounding. Oh. So, what this means is that um, when I hit a creature with this weapon, it'll wound a target at the start of each of the wounded creature's next tur- uh, turns. It takes 1d4 necrotic damage for each time you've wounded it. So, right Shit. now it's at 1d4 per per of the two that I hit.
0: So they need to take a, an extra D4 of damage right now or on their next turn?
2: At the, at the start of every one of their turns for each time I hit it. So okay. you got to do that. Um, you can use on your turn an action to, to do a DC 15 wisdom medicine check to turn that off. Great. Appreciate to stop it. that. So I, I do that. And then I just literally come swiping right back uh, with, okay. with the, the, my other two attacks. All so. Right um that's a 14 on the first one does not hit does not hit and a natural one Hmm. on the second one
0: no you have a little bit of trouble balancing as you come back around you do this really cool swipe right but it's like more energy than you wanted and you kind of like oh in
2: that moment i feel lucky oh and um There's a flash, and then you see like a shadow of me take those swipes. That swipe again. The the, I still missed the first one, but this is for the last one. Okay, twenty-seven.
0: That hits. Yes.
2: Okay. So that is uh, another eleven to the the first one I hit. So I went hit one, Mm -hmm. then into the next one, and then I swung back and I hit the first one that I hit again. Okay. For uh for eleven or whatever it was
0: for eleven points,
2: right? So 10, 10, right. Yeah, and then
0: an eleven. Yes, I'm. Am, I'm am now doing math in my head. Mm-hmm. That is a. Yeah. And then yeah. okay, cool. Um.
2: And then I'm going to make.
0: So that's two d four now. That they're they're wounded. So the the one of them,
2: the first one, has two d4 necrotic damage, and then the other one has one d4 necrotic damage. Cool. And then I am going to um, let me see this. Let me see how this works. (laughs) Bonus action. (sighs) Nothing. Nothing I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna stand there. I'm just gonna stand there and and kind of taunt them. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just gonna be like, it's like, see if you can hit me. Try have
0: at me. Great. Have at me. Um, as you're doing all of this damage, um, you notice that. So, what kind of weapon are you using?
2: It's a magical short sword.
0: It's a magical short sword. Yes, <laughs> that changes things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you meet a little bit of resistance as you're attacking, but then um, you find that uh, the magic in the blade kicks in, and you s- swipe through.
2: From the wounding, it's a magical sort of wounding that's where it's, oh. it's a magical weapon cool yeah
0: yep 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 all right um in that case
2: full damage
0: full damage um and i think that's where we're gonna have to leave it actually for now oh man yeah this, um, i'm
2: very excited for for using all of my stuff yeah you got so much magic stuff oh i'm so excited this is gonna be great
0: it's <laughs> gonna be a lot of fun Give me time. um and that's the end of the show Thanks for everybody who stuck around to listen to this old recording of a game I played um, a while back. Uh, but I'm playing here for you now on Gameplay Radio uh, here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, This uh, episode, along with all of our other shows, will be available at radiofreebrooklyn.com slash show slash gameplay radio. So go on there and listen to this and all of our other shows while you're missing our beautiful live content. Uh, But while you're here... um, we should talk about Me Bottle. So, after more than a year of dreaming, researching, experimenting, late-night conference calls, and early Saturday morning meetings, the, M, the, me team, the ME team is happy and proud to present to you the ME bottle. This double-insulated, reusable stainless steel bottle disinfects water in a 60-second second cycle, utilizing UVC LED technology, and is 99.99% effective against E. coli. A single charge via micro USB lasts up to 30 days, and the bright LED display lets you know when water is ready to drink. So, join us in bringing clean water to everybody. Uh, Raise your bottle and drink to you and me. Uh, find out more at mebottle.com and thank you so much to Me Bottle for sponsoring Radio Free Brooklyn. We greatly appreciate you. If you would also like to help Radio Free Brooklyn stay on the air, uh you can donate to us at any time at radiofreebrooklyn.org/slash donate. Um and those donations are actually all tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law. And we do some really cool shit, you guys. Um, for example, we all have a Radio Free Brooklyn Teen Squad program, uh, for teenagers who want to learn more about Radio Free Brooklyn. And we have, of course, shows like Gameplay Radio and a number of other community-related, um, shows. We are a wonderful community and we really rely on you. So help us out and donate. And, uh, thanks for hanging out. I think that's all that the time that I have uh, so I'm going to sign off here um, have a great afternoon S- make sure to stay tuned next week for more live radio programming at Gameplay Radio uh, but Radio Free Brooklyn as always will always be online this is what Brooklyn sounds like Ooh, so fun to say that um, alright goodbye this is Major to ground control
2: It's